Are you ready for this? I'm ready. <laughs> got your earbuds? Yeah, I got them in, so should be good to go. So I gotta ask you, because the podcast is called Behind the Wheel, are you always behind the wheel? Sometimes, <laughs> yeah. So living in Baltimore, in the inner city, I was present when the Freddie Gray riots occurred. Baltimore was actually the first city in America to come up with a essentially legal way to ban African Americans' property ownership within white residential areas. Transformation is a two-sided marketplace where we introduce artisanal and emerging uh, brands, mainly snack brands, to consumers at key moments where they're most engaged. Hi, I'm Derek, and this is Behind the Wheel, a show dedicated to highlighting the accomplishments of ordinary people who are doing extraordinary things within the community. Check us out on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you find your podcast. Good morning and welcome back to another episode of Behind the Wheel. I'm your host, Derek Oxley, and today's episode is brought to you by the folks at the Creative Running Collection, an eclectic ensemble of artists from all walks of life and disciplines. I mean, we're talking established to wannabe writers, actors, directors, artists, bloggers, vloggers, videographers, podcasters, journalists, producers, and editors who are passionate about creating content for running and entertainment purposes. Still, but more importantly, they inspire people to pursue a healthy lifestyle by helping them identify their purpose, maximize their potential accelerate their growth and continuing the cycle. In other words, they help people IMAC their life. So, if you've got some hidden talent and you're looking for a safe place to express, own, and display your talent, shoot them an email at the Behind the Wheel Morning Show at gmail.com. If you're an entrepreneur, a small business owner, or know of an entrepreneur, a small business owner looking to advertise on the Behind the Wheel podcast, but weren't certain as to whether or not there was a possibility, we have eliminated all the guesswork. It certainly is a reality. Who's this we you're talking about? You know it's just you. I'm not going to go with we. We now have, we going with we? I think we're going to go with we. Let's try. We now have the ability for you to sponsor an episode. How cool is that? Your ad can run pre, mid, or post roll. Simply visit coffee.com forward slash BTW podcast. The details will be in the show notes. That's ko com forward slash BTW podcast. And one of the cool things about coffee.com is it allows supporters of the show to buy me a cup of coffee. You all know I like coffee. So... Shout out to Latoya Shante, Soul Inspired, Kimberly Hall, and Kim Isaiah. That's why I'm all hyped up on this coffee. <laughs> I love that part. Welcome back to another episode of Behind the Wheel. I'm your host, Derek Oxley. And this is a bonus episode for Behind the Wheel listeners and an introduction of sorts of myself to Comfort Zone's audience. Those of you who've been following me for any length of time know that my sister, Yvonne, a.k.a. the Nubian Sudsen Queen. She hasn't fully embraced that title yet. She's the reason why I started running in the first place. And she happens to be the owner and operator of Comfort Zone. You know, the makers of those luxurious bars that look good enough to eat. Yes, I'm the guy behind the scenes that picks stuff up and put it down. You know, I take boxes to FedEx. I bring boxes inside. I've learned a lot about the bars. I play a critical part in this organization, and I still don't have a bar named after myself. I'm, I'm getting a word from her now, kind of like a strange look that we weren't going to talk about that. Okay, but I don't have a bar named after myself. Maybe we'll start a petition. 
But seriously, though, this episode has been a long time coming. Um, I, I, I really love the work, have a lot of respect for the craftsmanship that goes into making these bars because I get to see it firsthand. You know, I stopped by and, and, and she's labor. It's a labor of love. And I'm like, yo, you should do like a training class. You know, you should, you should teach folks. People are asking you about it. So first is, you know, it's almost like not, not, you know, it, like I told you so. It's not like I told you so, but I told you so. And so, yeah, so she's doing it. You know, we were talking about it for some time. Former life, I was a, a trainer for a um, Fortune 500 company. And so I did a lot of training. So training is still part of me. So maybe that's my segment. Maybe if I do the training, she might get a bar of soap named after me. Maybe I'll start a petition. But anyhow, so she gets a lot of inquiries to uh, about making soap, different techniques, you know, so in this episode, you'll hear why she was a little hesitant in terms of getting started and what you can hope to expect from her coffee page as she continues to develop. I'm so excited for her. So without any further ado, let's get into the episode. So you, so you get questions, general questions in the comment section and then you get people who dm you so what type, help what yeah so what type of questions so in the dms i usually get questions like um aside from where did you get the your resources it's you know how do you use micas or and a lot of times it's from people in other countries who i have to kind of decipher what they're saying because they're using google translate and sometimes it doesn't come over as um clear but, you know, where do you buy your micas? Where, you know, so it's a lot of resource questions, but it's also a lot of, do you do soap classes? Do you do online training? I don't mind answering questions, but I do realize it could be something where, you know, people can go to a specific spot if they're following me and look for those answers to those questions because it's mostly always the same thing. Um, how long have you been soap making? Um, cold process soap, do you use essential oils or fragrance oils? What's the difference? You know, those types of questions, mostly soap making related. Or I'll have someone that's a customer who will say, what soap can I use for eczema? What soap can I use for dry skin? And I let them know that our soap has no claim that it cures eczema, but we do use a product that has been known to help with oily skin, which is, um, not oily skin, which is soothing for your skin, and that's our oatmeal bar, uh, to help with the eczema, because eczema is dry skin, and all of our soaps have the same base, and I made sure I did our recipe where it's very moisturizing. We use shea butter, we use cocoa butter, and that helps with eczema because the you know if you if you don't have a very severe case of eczema it's usually just dry, you have to keep your skin moisturized and what commercial soap does is dry out your skin because the soap itself is drying so if you have a soap that doesn't have all those chemicals in it it's going to help your skin unless you have an eczema that's triggered say by acid like tomatoes things like that then um, that would be different but just regular eczema you mean that's the reason i started the company my son had regular eczema and we just moisturized his skin 
we use uh, one our body butter is one of the products he also uses because a lot of times they prescribe this Aquaphor, which is just expensive Vaseline. And what that's doing is just locking in the moisture. So why not lock it in, lock in the moisture with something that's beneficial to your skin like shea butter or cocoa butter. So once he started using that, we have no need for any steroid cream because he's keeping his skin moisturized. You know, you have to do other things too, like maybe you may need to change your your, um, your detergent, stuff like that, because that's also drying. So anything that's rubbing up against your skin will affect your your eczema. I mean, also too, if you don't drink enough water, if you're hydrated, you're gonna have dry skin. So there you go. But yeah, so I get those type of questions in, you know, from and those are from customers wanting to know what can I use for my acne, what can I use for, what can I use for to um, tone up my skin, and I usually have to tell them nobody can tell you that uh, because that's a lie. Um, there's no soap that's gonna tone up your skin. I mean, I I, I don't know of anything that's gonna remove dark marks. Soap is basically to cleanse your skin. All these other additives it's in there to you know may help with eczema may help with acne but dark spots that may be more of a topical cream something like that so those are the type of questions i get in uh, the dms yeah that's it uh, i was prompted by my brother to start this coffee page because i do have customers who um who support every every they they purchase once they purchase our bars they're continued customers but they've never been given that opportunity maybe they want to help see the business grow you know this is a one-woman show over here unless we have contractors in to do certain things and especially now it's just me doing um, the production of the comfort zone products but a lot of times they may ask how can we support you do you have Patreon page, but my brother introduced me to coffee, so we do have customers who have reached out before asking for that. And then he's it also can be what well, he's telling me that it could be places where people can ask these kind of questions or they can actually commission uh, for Comfort Zone to do some sort of um, custom product or custom soaps or anything like that. Um, and it's our training so we're gonna um training videos that you can purchase and also if you want to have like one-on-one -on -one sessions if you're a new soap maker and that's something that you are interested in doing um yeah this is what we're gonna be diving into okay so coffee will be something similar to like what i do sometimes on the newsletter um the newsletter we sent out and you will receive a coupon code before other people receive the coupon code. So you get that exclusivity of getting access to anything that Comfort Zone is offering before other people do. Is your, your hesitation or initial hesitation with wanting to do like a training or even be able to offer that as a trainer? You said you want to seem as though you were, you were an, uh, an expert saying this is one method of doing it? My hesitation for doing um, training videos is that social media can, uh, it, they can be a little 
you know, judgmental. They could be cruel with their responses. Um, I've seen seasoned soap makers that I follow. People ask them questions that, you know, things like, why aren't you wearing your long sleeves? You know, things that don't have anything to do with you learning an art, a craft. So my thing is, is that the soap maker in Arizona may make soaps with cannelling clay. I may not, because that's my preference. So my whole hesitation was, you know, everybody may make soap, but you all do it different ways. So I just want it to be where it's, if I'm, if I'm doing a training video, this is more my way of how I make soap, but it's still incorporating the basics that you should know about lye and safety. Yes, everyone's going to do that, but sometimes different styles, you know, different, different people do different styles of, of soap. They have some soap makers who just use natural colorants. I use both because I know there are customers who want natural soaps. That's why I say all natural and artisan. Artisan soaps usually use micas. You know, the people who are against that. The people who are against plastic. I'm like, you know, so I don't want all the criti criticism. That's what so it is. So the, 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 because you mentioned the, the, the criticism initially up front uh, as to why you were hesitant about. And I don't like being on camera. I don't. It's gonna take some getting used to. I don't like being on camera. Why is that? I don't. I. I. I don't. I don't. I don't like being on camera. Um, I think it has a lot to do with my weight. I remember posting something about salad, and someone made a comment about the diet soda I had on the counter. It's just. It's just stupid stuff like that, and I want to react. You know, I want to say, "Shut the fuck up, bitch." But you can't say those things when you have a, a um, page. It's just the, 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 just the criticism. Do you, the, the, the criticism? The criticism does not, I mean, uh, the criticism does not make me feel less confident. The criticism pisses me off and it's hard not to react. That, it doesn't make me, because at the end of the day, I'll just block you and keep it moving. The criticism does not affect how I know how to make soap. I've been doing this for 11 years. If you're going to come to my house or if I'm going to show you on camera, I'm going to show you how I make soap. For you to try to come at me or whatever, I know what I'm doing. It's not like you're coming at me for carpentry. I don't know that. Okay? I know soap making. But I know it. I know how to do it my way. You know, some people don't use palm oil. You know, it's not, oh, you know, this is sourced, whatever. You don't know either. <laughs> no, so but I, I guess what, what I'm thinking about, Ben, and I see the possibilities of the training and the classes and the videos, and you, you think about the commissions from, well, it's from ad source or whatever. So it's clear to me it's okay, well, I'm not, you're not, Chasing that stuff because you, you would have hopped on a train and, and, and been doing that. Um, 
but with the lockdown and with things changing, the business model and structure changes. That's just, I mean, you see, you're watching with Google or whatever, and they're, they're, they're going to see a boom because people are sheltering in place. And so it becomes like a different avenue for you to, uh, to consider. And so getting over, I guess, the, 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 the wanting to be, not wanting to be criticized and then managing that component, I think that's something that people, people can relate to. You know, people can relate to that. It's like, so how do I deal with that? How do you manage that? Because that they, it's something that somebody doesn't talk about until somebody talks about it, and then they, yeah, I feel that same way. Wow, I didn't know that you feel that way. Yeah. So it's, it's like you, I, I can teach somebody. I think part of it too is like, you may not want that. I may not want that. There, there are some other soap makers out you may there. Not want what? There's some other soap makers out there who might have not thought of training videos. So now here you come and you're putting out training videos and they're going to start to hate. I think it's some, somewhat sort of that criticism too. You know, where's, when did she become the expert? But just do because... You, do, 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 how do you see yourself? Do you see yourself as, as an expert? I don't think any... I, I don't think any... So yes or no? Yes. Do you see yourself as an expert? Yeah. There's this thing that 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 I'm. But I, I, there's no but. I know too, but that being an expert doesn't mean that you're still not continuously learning. That's the caveat, and I think that's saying that you recognizing that there's there's this continuous process of of learning and, and growing. If you weren't my sister, right, and I was able to observe you in your natural habitat. Right? What would I see? I would say that I would see someone who's who's disciplined, someone who is working a, a full time job, and then immediately comes in, changes out of her her clothes, puts on these I don't, I don't, I don't know what you call those things. My uniform. The uniform. Yo, that uniform is not like. <laughs> That uniform, you know, your co-workers can't come to work in that uniform. So you got, but you get dressed, you put on this uniform, it's not about the clothes, it's just I have to get ready, and then you immediately get to get to work. And then you, you, you've got it systematically set up where you know what you're gonna be doing, you're shooting the videos. But what I find, the gem in that I think is like the secret sauce is there's this constant videos of whether it's other soap other soap makers and learning different techniques and, and processes and being able to recognize oh that's a different thing I might want to explore that's something to consider I don't understand why that but there's this constant learning this constant cycle of of realizing I haven't I haven't arrived I don't get the feeling I don't get the sense that that you've arrived but I think when people when people see you and here, there's so much that they're not hearing that when they hear someone say it, like yourself, it gives them permission to to step out and do that. And the thing with the, the if you don't do it, someone else will. 
And then you'll be standing there saying, I should have, I could have, you don't want to be that person. You're not, you know, you're not that type of person. So why not? Why shouldn't it be you? It's 11 years worth of experience and walking in, in, in that confidence and just say, you know, not even that, not that you, walking in that church, yeah, yeah, I'm an expert. The sun squeams. I don't know why you, why you stray away from being called the, the Nubian Suds. You just want to be humble. I just, I humble. just always remember. There's nothing wrong with. That's I not, just always remember his being at that show when the guy said, "I don't know why they put." It was another soap maker. He's like, "I don't know why they put us next to each other. We basically have the same thing." And I'm like, "No, brother's like, no." It's different soap, man. I don't know. What he had his something wrapped in car, corrugated something. It was different, and you can tell. And it's not. It's not like, and I and I wasn't saying that in a, in a disrespectful manner. It's just it's not the same. It's soap, but it's not the same. Just like you see different packaging on the shelf. All sneakers are not made the same. All brands are not the same. There's certain things that just look different, and you can tell a knockoff from the original. That's why I don't like sketches because they always look like they always knocking off somebody else's stuff rather than. And they've got designers. They've got a team of people. They can create their own thing. They need to stop with the damn knockoffs. Yeah, like I'm. I'm never that person who's. I mean, I have my favorite artists. You know, when it comes to music, people think you just can only like one artist, one rapper, one singer. Whereas today may be a Beyonce mood. Tomorrow may be an Usher mood. And it's like everybody can eat. Everybody can eat. Everybody has their own style. The person who wants vegan soap, all right, then you won't like the oatmeal soap. But I got something else for you. It's like, but going through 11 years has led me to realize that I can't please everyone. Mm -hmm. And there's some bandwagons I don't jump on. Like I don't make crafty soaps. Not knocking the person that does it. I'm not making soaps of pigs and horses yeah. and stuff like that. But you, you mentioned something about humble, about being humble. Yeah. Because I've seen some other soap makers make videos and like I and actually will name the person that they're talking about, and I'm like, oh, that's a little, it's a little out there. Just, yeah. So what does that have to do about being, that's, that's, that's not, that's not, that's being humble. That's not being humble. I mean, like, we don't want to come off like you're this expert know-it-all. Yeah, but do you come off that way? But the, no, I mean, Because soap making is, it evolves. And everybody has their own spin on something. I do get a little aggravated when people literally copy something that I've done and I know I haven't seen it and they just you didn't even try but so that, that part of that is innovation you know they say yeah imitation is that's greatest form of flattery, flattery. yeah whatever they're not, yeah they're copying you're not co- Nike is not copying Skechers no Skechers is, is co- it's like after a while it's just okay you're just gonna wait <laughs> you're not even gonna try <laughs> This is this is this is what it is. But being I, the, the humble component of it is what I was. Well, I, I don't really want to put myself. I really like we downplay our 
talents, our gifts, our abilities. And I'm not just talking about you, we're not just talking about something. No, just, I, like, I, as if we're being humble, like playing, yeah. like, oh, I'm, you know, like you're doing, you know, I, I'm just trying to be humble. Like, if you're saying you're trying to be humble, you're not, you just, if you're a humble person, you're a humble person. But that has nothing to do with knowing, look, this is, this is the bomb. I'm not, I'm not really bragging right now, but this, this is nice. This is, it's just nice. It's, you can tell, you can look at something of quality, even if it's scotch tape. This is better than something as simple as scotch tape. You know when something is made with quality. And you know when you have something that's not. You can, you can, from the moment you pick up the packaging, like you, you had this, this box, when you had the bear oil. Oh. The feeling, when you pick up the packaging, there's a feeling in that packaging that makes it, it gives it this luxurious feeling. Now it might just be some cheap paper, but that exterior stuff on it, whatever they did to it. Yeah, it's a matte finish. And I want every part of, I'm very anal and I think of every part of when you get the soap or any of the product. I want whatever box it, before you even open the package I want to get at whatever sense either it's your sight your feel I want to get those emotions before you even open the product and that's what and I think that's what I've seen from stuff that's in the stores you know you go to you go to Macy's and you look at their products. Yes, it's great. They may be considered high end. And Macy's here in Connecticut is nothing compared to Macy's in New York. It's a totally different feel. But now you go to Nordstrom or you go to Neiman Marcus mm -hmm. and it's a different feeling. And it's an experience. I always want, exactly. I always want each product to be an experience. So before you even open the beard oil, you're already feeling up the box. It's a that's a different emotion right there. Yeah. That just lets you know that I I took the time to Yeah, because that's how I like stuff. So I basically make the business come into how I like stuff. Yeah. I'm a person that I love pottery barn. I never was if my friends would be like Pottery barn. He's so bougie. This is what they always would say. But I've liked pottery barn since I was in my twenties. So we were talking about, and and, and and it brought me back to to this knife set because when mommy and daddy were were in Brooklyn before they left, you were telling me that you bought this this knife set. So this knife set for for folks listening, it is. Belgique. Belgique. At the time, it was Belgique. It was no tools of the trade. Macy's of Dow downplayed it to its tools of the trade. So, but this knife, it's all one piece. There's no welding. It's all stainless steel. There's no screws. There's nothing to break. So you can look at it. And, and and see that it's it's something of, um, of of value, and I can tell you where it's not made. <laughs> I, can, I can tell you where it is made. It's made in China. It's made in China. 
it's a quality product. You can look at it and just tell that it's, yeah. and, I, and I say that in jest, but you can tell that, that it's, um, it's a quality product. You can tell by the craftsmanship, and you can, and and just being able to to see that, and the appreciation for that, and watching and observing, the the, the time and care that you put into the uh, the business, I think is what translates into when someone gets the bar. Like you you have the bar, and I know that the, the ends the edges of the bar gets beveled. Now is that like? I've had someone tell me that oh, you're wasting a lot of time. That's not necessary. Again, you're gonna open up my bar, and you know because I've shown you a video before in the past of me sitting down doing that. Yeah, like so. You just imagine that I do that for all two thousand bars that I got. Yeah. So now, but as you, as we scale, we might have to um like I'm not like. You scale and you, you make Someone's going to have to do it. So, okay, then you have to put that in, in, in the thing. If that's the, There's certain things that you have. But some people will be like, well, what, where, can we, where can we save time? Well, let's cut. And then once you start doing that, then I think what happens that you, you The thing you about these commercial products, commercial soaps, maybe have a machine or something to it do does that. It. Yeah. And their, their soap is not just raw and thrown in a box. No, but there's, yeah. there's a process behind it. But it, again, it, it, it speaks to the leader of and founder, you know, what they want to convey, what they, the values that they hold dear. And that, that can still, some people will compromise and say, no, yeah, let's do that. And then once you start changing, you're not, no, we don't, we're not going to put this chemical in, we're not doing that. And you start cutting costs. And then the product, which you originally had that attracted the customers, you can kind of lose yeah. part of, of, of what you what, what people were attracted to initially. So I think the just having just just being able to know, yo, I, I'm I'm excited about what the future is going to um, it's going to hold because people it, it's more than a bar of soap. It's more than you know beard oil or. or um, I think that's why I miss the outside shows so much because I have those customers um, that don't go on the website that come to see you at the shows. And they will, they, they like the experience. They like talking and they come to see you. Maybe you've got something new. And a lot of times they don't just come and pick up the soap and out they're in the booth just talking and from them talking someone else is standing there listening they aren't even looking at their products they're busy listening to what this customer said so you know now you're getting sales from someone who's in the in the booth sharing their experience you know and you, you can't you can't pay that you, you think about like the Grateful Dead they didn't have like tons of hits but they had this community that they fostered. And fostering that community, hearing people um, share their experience about the brand with you and you're talking with them, it, it becomes, yo, I will, you, you've had people come from out of state, bring their family to my, yo, I hear she's gonna be in town, let's come and check her out. So there's, there's a need. I don't know how many times I have come in or been here and 
someone is inquiring about how to make soap. How do I do this? How, that, that tells me that there's a need. So when I think about it from, from retail management and, and marketers, somebody asks a question a couple of times, that means there's a need. And if you don't do it, your competitor is going to do it. And if they're asking you, that means they want you to do it. And so you would, it's like not serving your customer's need. But then you gotta, and it becomes time and time and figure out, like, do I, is that something I wanna do? Some people just jump and, and, it's, and they're, chasing, they're chasing money rather than understand, well, is this, let me, this, is, this is where I'm at right now. And then sometimes it changes. Like it took me, how long, you've been sending me these emails for like two years. About running, but yeah. so it is. Yeah, I, I'm excited to see yeah. you do the um, do the classes. I'm I'm excited about it, and when I think about that first run that I did, the first one, the first I went upstairs. I had um, downtown Bridgeport. I had bought these Reeboks. It's the closest thing to, oh. to running sneakers I had. They were zigzags. And I went downstairs. I, on, I had on, and I didn't have any running shorts, so I just had on a pair of shorts. And I went downstairs to call myself stretching, and I spent more time stretching and everything. And I took off down the block. I made it around the corner. After I finished, like, I was so excited. I wasn't on Facebook. I didn't like post my run. I, you know, I ran three miles, take the picture, take the selfie. I don't even know what. Like, there was no selfie or anything then. It was just, yo, let me, let me, um, let me go ahead and, and, and call. Let me call my sister. Let me call you. Like, yo, Yvonne. It's what? It's like what? Yo, I just, I just went for a run. And what did you say? No, I said, what did you do? I think I asked you what How far did you go? Is what you said. Because I remember. How far did you go? And I was like, yo, I went around the block. That's it? That's it? I was like, yo, that's a major accomplishment, man. I hadn't... I'm fucking running downtown at 200-something plus pounds. I made it around. I hadn't... I wasn't running. I was just running from the car to get out the rain. I would run. I would do runs like McDonald's. Had um, McDonald's had the Sundays. I would run to McDonald's to get a Sunday. Not run, just the McDonald's run. It was a wrap once I found out that Rite Aid had um, Hagen Dazs. <laughs> and then figuring out the cycle between when it was on sale at Rite Aid, when CVS was going to have it, and when Walgreens was going to have it. And once I realized that Walmart, when I moved out to Wally World, and Walmart was going to have it for 388. I didn't have to wait for a sale. <laughs> I just go, go get four or five at a time. Game changer. Game changer, yeah. So seeing that, it, it, when, I, when I started running, it's just something about doing it and you start wanting to get better. And I think we're similar in, in that regard. We start doing something, you start researching it, you dive deep into it, get absorbed, and that's why you can sit and talk about soap for hours and I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm sudsed out. You, 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 you've sudsed me out, queen. I'm it's out. an obsession. That I, I do know because when I go to Barbados on the plane I, I downloaded um, videos that I could watch of people soap making. Yeah. 
And, and so I'll watch people soap making. And people will watch you. And people will watch you soap making. One of the things that I found interesting, ah, I hate the word interesting, that that captured me, that I noticed was when I started running, it, it caused me to. There was this competitiveness with myself, and it forced me to um, okay, I slowly gave up some things, and I started to see, like energy completing that first marathon gives you like the, like the confidence to um, to feel like yo I could I could um, I could do anything so I'm excited to see what's gonna happen with uh, with these training classes I'm excited to see what's gonna happen with these the, the cooking show that you have lined up what? Um, cooking show the cooking show you know, you know this the, the road because I, I see it you don't see it yet but Maybe it'll be another five years before you start the cooking show, but anyhow. <laughs> your, your diet, uh, your, not diet, just change your lifestyle, because I, 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 I can see it happening, where it, it just happened, it's happening slowly, it's already, it's already begun, you know, where your manservant is, um, is preparing healthy meals for you. I just don't feel you that. Oh man! But thank you so much, uh, Yvonne. I certainly appreciate it. Spending time with you on this impromptu. I'll be sending you an invoice. Have a good day. Thank you, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. I hope you all enjoyed this episode. Run your nation and comfort zone. And if you did, consider buying Yvonne a cup of coffee. And while you're at it, buy me a cup of coffee too. And maybe let's not forget that petition. Maybe get a bar of soap named after myself. <laughs> Thank you.